0: You're listening to the Viral Volley Podcast podcast. Now here's your host, Rob, on the mic. Hey everyone, I'm Rob Esparo with the Viral Volley Podcast. We are doing a Pac-12 race edition, another episode because... What's happening in the Pac-12 has been so phenomenal watching each other beat each other up. And I'm sure the coaches don't appreciate it because they're getting more grays as the days go on just in this 2021 season. So Matt Olmer still looking good from thanks. Oregon because his girls are taking care of him. If they keep on winning, he might not have to go to the hair coloring. So uh, thanks for coming on, Matt.
1: Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, I uh, wanted to ask you just some, uh, some intro questions about your team, just for those who haven't been following as closely. But uh, what are your perspectives on your 2021 duck team?
1: Yeah, we're coming off of a year where we're in the sweet 16 and we took um, second in the pack, which you know, Oregon's never won the, the Pac-12 championship before. Um, so we've, we've taken second a, a few times and two of the last three years we've done that. So we're trying to break through, you know, we're trying to win that Pac-12 championship. It's for sure a goal of ours. Um, and I think we have a group that, you know, that can put us in contention to do that. Obviously, that's very difficult, you know, to get it done. Um, but... We're, this group is finally older. We were young, um, you know, and now I feel like we're, we're, we're mature and, you know, we're ready for um, to make a push. And uh, we've, we've battled some injuries um, and we've battled through some adversity, which, you know, most teams can say, um, you know, we're just trying to find our way uh, to be better, you know, through all that. So um, I think we have a, a lot of great pieces and we're trying to figure out what the best lineup is and, and how to compete at the highest level. Uh, we didn't like the taste of losing to purdue in the sweet 16 last year and i think that's a driving force for this group
0: yeah well your team started the 2021 season on a nine match winning streak for coming up against national powerhouse minnesota then you went on a six match winning streak tear until coming across of their number 10 washington huskies but what's been the key to the
1: duck's success this season well I, we've been uh we've been playing really good defense you know um when we're playing our best, we're serving tough, setting up our block and our floor defense, I think is pretty exceptional. Um, so I think that's been a huge key to our success. Um, for a really long stretch there, we were holding teams about a buck 30, um, you know, on offense. That's, that would be a record for us, you know, um, I think um, over the past few weeks now it's up to like 170, which is still a great number, um, you know, but that's something that we've, we've done really well. Um, and then offensively we get, uh, we get offense production from a lot of different areas. Um, we've had, everybody I think has led us in, in kills at some point. So, um, six or seven different players have, uh, you know, so that's exciting. So for us, it's about, you know, figuring out exactly how that fits together and doing it on a consistent basis. Um, when we do that, you know, we've been able to go on those runs or have success like you talked about.
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like you've had a spread of the wealth as far as great performances, but have there been any athletes performances this year that have caught your eye or who've really stood out for you?
1: Definitely, um, you know Burke Nunniviller is you know fantastic. She's a returning All-American. Um, I think she's the only All-American libero outside hitter combo that I know of. Um, you know and she's uh, she had 31 kills against Rice um, just the other day against Colorado. She had 25 kills and down the stretch was just massive for us. And um, you know so she's been big. Um, Carson Bacon against Arizona State at their place was huge. Um, Abby Hansen at Colorado. Um, I could go down the list, you know, but we, we've yeah. gotten really great performances from a, a number of different people, um, you know, and again, that's what it takes when you're in this conference.
0: Yep. Well, so in the Pac-12 conference, the Ducks are at number one in uh, opponent hitting percentages, holding opponents to 173 hitting, number two in blocks at 2.6%, um, and just behind Stanford in kills and fifth in assists. But It seems like you've got some pretty good talent, uh, you know, at least a diversity of talent going on offensively and defensively. Can you talk about what your team is
1: doing? Yeah. uh, So we just, we've had a a recent injury to Taylor Borup or one of our outsides, but before that, I think we're the best passing team um, maybe in the country, Um, but in the conference we were, we were above a two, three, um, and over a 60% perfect pass percentage, a good pass percentage um, between Georgia Murphy, Brooke Nunaviller and Taylor Borup and, um you know that that allowed us to really stay in system a lot and able to run a pretty fast offense you know move different pieces around um, i think it's hard to match up against us because if you want to take somebody away then that opens up somebody else and then that's going to be their night um so i think from the offensive side we, we have a lot of different weapons and we're able to stay in system um you know and then like you said defensively um yeah we, we we were up towards three blocks a set for a long time and uh you know holding teams to a low number. so i think just you know we were able to just keep pressure on and that's what we're trying to do all, all the time is just keep pressure on the other side and, and try to play as clean as we can and um, you never know whose night it's going to be for us but um everybody just needs to be ready yeah well you dropped a few
0: of these names already but i want to drop their stat lines because as i was sifting through all the stats as a volley geek i, I was like wow you know, you got some good pieces in place. Carson Bacon leading the conference with a 413 hitting percentage. Uh, Brooke, Brooke Dunneville are ninth in kills, 3.65 uh, kills per set and 10th in points. I mean, can you comment on these individuals' performances this year and how they're leading your team into this push towards the tail end of the Pac-12 conference?
1: Yeah, Carson is just developing every year. She just is getting better and better. And I think right now she's just really confident um, her connection with both setters, Kylie Robinson and Elise Ferreira, um, has really grown. I feel like she, she feels like she's going to get a good ball everywhere she goes. And, um, uh, she's going and swinging. Um, and I, you know, a lot, of teams now are really scheming on her. And so that's been a, a really different thing for her is to try to figure out now, how do I, you know, how do I still score points, um, when I'm getting a lot of attention? Um, so I think that's been really cool in her development, um, you know, to figure out how to do that. Um, and then, you know, Nunaviller again, she's, um, she's scoring at a higher rate. Um, as far as kill percentage goes, she's uh, just our go-to hitter um, front row, back row, left, right, yeah. in the middle, wherever um, she's all over the place. <laughs> and, and she wants that ball and she wants it in crunch time. Um, you know, she's someone we absolutely look forward to for leadership and she provides that. Yeah.
0: And there's a uh, unsung here out there, but I, I know you've commented on your team's emphasis on defense, but Georgia Murphy your Libro. And although uh, not up in the stack home. I know there's a lot of things happening, at least from your defensive set and your, your game plan that, I mean, defense is spread amongst your team. So um, can you talk about the play defensively of the ducks this year?
1: I think George is really underrated. I mean, I think she's just an incredible libero um, again, from a seat perspective. I don't know who's better than her. Um, you know, she's just a, she's a phenomenal passer. Um, you know, she's just unbelievably skilled and she handles the pressure of that so well. Um, defensively, I, I think it's a little unfair to her because it's just digs per set that I feel like people really, really point to, but we have so many different defenders on our team that we don't just have her take more court where I think a lot of liberos uh, or different systems, they do that. They rely on their libero just to play so much floor defense. But when you have a Brooke Nunaville or, or both of our setters, you know, are playing great defense, uh, or Becca Morris goes in, who's a nice defender. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we just, we asked Georgia to do her job, maybe a little bit more, but not as much as maybe what others would. So. Uh, but Georgia is, you know, she's fantastic. And lately what she's been doing for us is from the service line, she's been putting a ton of pressure on. I think she had three aces against Stanford um, and had another couple of good runs against Cal and, and same against Colorado. So um, she's, she's finding more and more ways to impact the game for us. And, and she's definitely a leader on the defensive side.
0: Definitely got to give props to your unsung heroes for sure. Um, Bye. Bye. Next question. I got to put you on the spot. Cause I've been asking this of all my guests coach or athlete. So, uh, and it's always a tough one, but um If the NCAA Selection Committee were to dole out NCAA tournament berths today, what Pac-12 teams, in your opinion, should be in and why?
1: Um, I I thought going into the year that we'd be 9 to 10 deep. Um, 2014, we had 10 in, and I thought we'd be in a similar situation. Um, Based upon how RPI works and how close that is to selection process, um, you you could see, again, them looking at 8 to 9 teams. USC I think is not, a, not above 500 so that would be um, kind of where they need to get to which I think I know they can I hope it's not against us but I know they can um, you know but they're a really good team. they're definitely a tournament caliber team so um, you know and then along with um, Arizona State and Colorado right there um, and then the other six um, Stanford, Washington State us Utah, um, <laughs> Washington UCLA I think I got everybody. Yeah. Um, Arizona has been right on the border. Um, right, right on the cusp of that, um, you know, and they're a couple big wins away from putting putting their name right where they need to be, RPI wise. Also, so um, you know, I think the depth is for real this year. Um, I think there's a lot of teams um, that won't want to see any of these pack teams come to their place um, come playoff <laughs> time, and and you know, hopefully, we all just make this great push here in November.
0: Well, it's an exciting time in the conference because it is such a fun race to track. I mean, was it one or two games separate the top six teams? So. Um, you know, we've got a tough weekend ahead. Actually, every weekend's tough in the Pac 12. So, right. um, hey, Matt, I cannot thank you enough for coming on to the Viral Volley Podcast Pac 12 edition. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in person in a couple of weeks, but I will be tracking you this upcoming weekend in LA. So, thanks again for coming on.
1: Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you.